welcome to the SLP Corner Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about a topic that is very important to me and I think it might hit home for a lot of people listening and it is all on the benefits of inclusion. A lot of what I'll be talking about is based off of a very interesting article that I read called A Summary of the Evidence in Inclusive Education. So on my blog, www.slpcorner.com, I have a blog post on the benefits of inclusion and I cite the reference in that article. So if you want to take a look at the actual article or if you need it for any advocating purposes or whatnot, just go to my blog and find that article and it's uh, cited below. The reason the benefits of inclusion as a topic came to my mind originally was just from speaking to various parents and hearing about their experiences and one parent in particular I remember I was at some sort of social event and they were telling me how excited they were that their child who is typically developing and they're in I think it was grade grade two or three that they're learning ASL and they were just so excited they were saying that they think that it's so interesting they feel like their child's learning a new language in class even though they're in a monolingual English school and they just felt like there were so many benefits and I was so excited because I thought that I don't often hear parents of a typically developing child discuss so excitedly all of the benefits of inclusion so that made me really happy and I thought that this is a topic that probably hits home for a lot of people so I felt that it would be helpful to write a blog post so if anyone needs to be advocating for inclusion or needs to be pushing for a more inclusive classroom setting, they could use this blog post to help them with that. So before I dive into all the benefits of inclusion, it's really important, let's establish first, what is inclusion? So inclusion is when students with disabilities are immersed in the same classroom as the other students while also providing changes to the classroom environment itself to adequately provide education to all the students in the classroom. So people might think that inclusion is just putting all of the kids together no matter what abilities they have, but it's not just that. It doesn't stop there. It's including all of the children in the classroom regardless of their abilities or disabilities, but it's also providing the necessary environmental alterations to ensure that this can be a productive learning environment for all of the children and a productive teaching environment for the educator herself or himself. So environmental changes, there are so many ways that the environment can be modified. It could, well, it should be through teacher training, putting EAs, educational assistants, into the classroom, volunteers, various visuals, different seating arrangements, different schedules and routines. Like, there needs to be lots of modifications. Circle time might have to be modified to make sure that the child who maybe is in a wheelchair or needs to sit in a special chair for circle time can see what's going on and be really included in that environment. So there are lots of changes. It's not just including everyone, it's, it's also altering the environment to be as beneficial as possible for everyone. So there are two main benefits of inclusion for students with and without disabilities that I'm gonna dive into. The first is academics and the second is social and emotional development. So both academics and social and emotional development have proven to be greatly improved in children with and without disabilities. 
I feel that it's so important to talk about the benefits of inclusion for students without disabilities because I know that parents are often worried about their typically developing child not being challenged enough in the classroom, not getting enough attention, and various concerns that come with the parents inherently thinking that their child just won't be getting attention if there are children with higher needs in the classroom. But this is false, um, that's not the case. Research has shown, and this is very recent research, that has shown that inclusion of students with disabilities not only increases the quality of the teacher's instruction, but that the teacher's strategic and thoughtful instruction actually ends up meeting a more diverse set of learners. So it's not just targeting the students in the classroom who are getting A plus marks, it's also targeting the B marks and the C marks and the kids who are struggling, the kids who aren't motivated. So actually having the teacher alter how they maybe instruct or how they have their classroom set up in the first place, it actually helps everyone in the whole class. So that's just a very important thing that I think isn't talked about enough. So when it comes to academic achievements for students with disabilities, research shows that students with disabilities who are learning in an inclusive setting academically outperform their peers with disabilities who are learning in segregated settings. And that this is especially true for language and literacy, but recent research has also shown this to be true for mathematics. So when comparing two students and they both have disabilities, one's in a segregated classroom alone and one is included in the classroom with their same aged peers, they found that the student who is included in learning in an inclusive setting will academically outperform their peer. Academics, since that is a huge basis of what school is, academics will be improved for students with and without disabilities. Okay, so next is social and emotional development. So to begin with students without disabilities, there are a lot of benefits for students without disabilities in their social and emotional development. So I'll list some of them. First is reduced fear of human difference and increased comfort and awareness. So basically what this means is that students who are typically developing and they're around children who are different than them, their tolerance for diversity increases. When they're seeing people who look different than them and who act different than them and speak differently than them, communicate differently than them, all that does is increase their comfort and awareness around people who are different. And that is a skill that will be carried with them for the rest of their life. That is not just for disabilities or not disabilities. That is for everything. That's for going to university. There's lots of different types of people in they're also getting your getting a job, getting an internship. There's always going to be people who are different than you, and having that experience from a young age will really help them in the long run. With this, there's also increased tolerance of others. So you're able to tolerate more people and how they act, even if it isn't exactly in line with how you are acting and how you are feeling. You're able to tolerate different opinions and different ways of acting. Research has also found that these kids are more effective communicators with peers. This research has found that children without disabilities, they actually become better at communicating. This could be for a variety of reasons. One could be maybe they're used to communicating to someone with an AAC system or maybe with 
ASL or maybe with various environmental modifications and different types of visuals. So they essentially just become so much better at communicating with people and they learn a variety of ways to communicate successfully. There's also an increased self-esteem and sense of belonging. There's a decreased prejudice. There's an increased responsiveness to other people's needs and there's an increase in positive friendships. So these are all different positive benefits that children without disabilities will attain when they are in an inclusive setting in school. For students with disabilities, a lot of the same benefits show up in the research. So for example, the research has shown that inclusive education settings also assist in students with disabilities forming and maintaining positive peer friendships. There's also an increased development of social skills because they have a lot more practice with different types of people. So they are getting that daily practice with developing friendships and communicating with different people and getting used to how other people are playing and what they're doing and seeing different types of behaviors and interests. So they're getting exposed to all of that. There's also a decrease in perceived loneliness and a decrease in behavioral problems. And that's huge because that's often something that comes up is behavior challenges in schools. And I'm going to have a podcast soon on ways to deal with challenging behaviors and essentially the gist of of challenging behaviors is figuring out why that behavior is happening in the first place so right now i'm reading a book called uniquely human by dr barry present and he talks a lot in his book about challenging behaviors people want to kind of put a band-aid on them and just try to almost fix them on a very surface level way but really if you want a decrease in behavioral problems you're gonna have to ask why that behavioral problem is happening and one could be segregation could increase behavioral problems if children feel that they're not included or they feel that they're not accepted and they're not able to be in the classroom with their same age peers this could result in a lot of behavioral problems because it could they could feel lonely they could feel stressed anxious and these types of emotions these more negative emotions will lead to challenges with regulating one's emotions and they can lead to degree to um, increased behavioral problems so it would make sense that when they're included in the classroom there's a decrease in behavioral problems and there's a decrease in perceived loneliness with that, there's research has also shown that there's an increase in school and community involvement, there's an increase in independence, and there's an increase in self-sufficiency. So these are all really big because it's important when these children with disabilities are going through the school system, we want them to be gaining tools that are for independence and self-sufficiency. We want them to be able to be in the world as an independent person and find their way as much as they can. So it's important to be gaining those skills and building upon them when they're in the school system and I could see why if you think about it if they're in an inclusive setting although they will have supports in place they will have they'll have less than they won't have one-on-one per se like they won't have one-on-one attention so there will be more opportunity for them to develop their to develop their skills in independence so the last thing I'm gonna say and I touched on it at the beginning is that it's very important to note that these benefits occur when teachers are properly trained on how to manage an inclusive classroom and that funding is given to the schools so they can hire EAs and 
they can provide the education necessary to train the teachers and staff so that the teachers have an open and positive mindset of an inclusive classroom because if a teacher is feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, and stressed, she is she or he will not be able to provide the intense care and attention that an inclusive classroom requires. So training, funding, and supports need to be put in place for this to work at all. So that is very important. So I just want to leave on a final thought, and that is when you are reflecting on inclusivity and acceptance, whether it be in the workplace or the school system, Try and remember that when people are exposed to diversity, their tolerance and acceptance of diversity increases. So I'll see you next week for another podcast.